I gotta style it, don't I? Yeah, you yeah. gotta say some words in which we then do some talking. Style the podcast. Um, yeah. hello. 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 All right. Okay. So yeah. This, all right. Yeah. This is a podcast that we're doing. Um, I'm, I'm trying to download Final Fantasy Mobius while we talk. What? What? What's Final Fantasy Mobius? I like Final Fantasy. I don't know what Mobius is. Yeah, I ain't got a fucking clue, but I got an email saying it's available. It's some, I think it's free. It's on phones. Some RPG that Square Enix have put. Not Monius. I don't know what the hell Monius is. Monius Final Fantasy. Most of the protagonists in Final Fantasy are Monius. What is this shit? Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. I can't stand the fucking names they give fucking games. There we are. Mobius Final Fantasy. Get. Install. In-app purchases on those suckers. So, download. Got that on download. Mobius. Um, now, now, there's a title I would play where you play as Moby and you have to license your songs to uh, as many advertisers as you possibly can. But the problem with this this game is that you're Mobius on a Mobius strip, so eventually you end up back at the beginning and you're going back to the same people, and it's just an eternal suffering where you are Moby, forever forced to go around in circles on a Mobius strip. And the then suffering when, and was then a good game. When you're at a party and the vibe is down, someone goes Mobius, and like they throw on Moby, and the party gets really kicking. Mobius. So I'm, I'm to just be gonna, honest, uh, Moby should be in more games. Like, like when I say yeah. Moby, I mean every game. Doom yeah. would have been way better if instead of the Doom Marine, it was the Doom Mobius. I'm, I'm and, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. gonna, win. I'm just gonna say this now. Years from now, when yeah. this podcast is dead and gone, and there is some kind of wiki that chronicles all the various things that happened, there'll be a page for worst intro to an episode ever. Probably <laughs> going to be this one. It's like, yeah, it's that episode where they started off rambling something about Moby on a Mobius strip in a d- depressed party or some shit bollocks like that. Mobius strip. Now that would be a great game. It's. <laughs> It's a game where Moby tours the US taking his clothes off. Oh, it's the Moby US strip, is it? The Moby US strip, yeah. Apparently, he used to, uh, at parties, him and... I can't remember who he used to play the game with, but it was called Dick Touch, or Knob Touch, and they had to take out their cock at at showbiz parties and touch as many celebrities as they could with their cock. I would play... That would be a great (laughs) iPhone game, like a touchscreen game, Touch Mobius' Dick. Not Mobius. His name isn't Mobius, Jim. (laughs) Moby's Dick (laughs) and Moby Dick that's a play on words as well Jesus Christ the amount of Moby themed interactive entertainment like rights itself can we take that dick ooh lordy penis so hard ooh lordy (laughs) my penis so hard (laughs) can we take the dick touching game and make that the new Pokemon Go that everyone's playing like you go around the world and then just like a dick pops up behind the post box and you gotta like tap it on your phone yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, hello everyone. Then everyone will get upset because tracking's been removed. And oh like, no! I, how many footsteps away am I from this dick? Yeah, how oh, far man, am we... I away from Mobius Dick? Everyone is playing. Like, my we went for dinner with my girlfriend's family, and sure enough, on the way to the restaurant, both her sisters and her sister's boyfriend had Pokemon on their phone, <laughs> and they um, were catching Pokemon's in the taxi. During this bullshit intro, I caught a Venonat. 
Like, nice. that's how much attention I'm paying to you fuckers. I'm just here being like, do, 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 try and See, get I think I, I, I think I misunderstood the fundamental nature of the game because I thought you only could catch them when you were moving around. I didn't know they would pop up in your apartment. Um, If you move your hand around in a circle far enough and the GPS thinks you're moving, then you can catch them in your house. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's what you do is you just got to find a spot in your house where you can kind of tilt the phone and it the GPS thinks you're, like, walking across the house and then you'll wow. get some Pokemon, probably. Are you fucking kidding me, Square Enix? What has Square Enix done? I downloaded done? this game, right? Yeah. And I thought it would be a fun bit if I just started playing it. Um, and then it's it's downloading more. I just, <laughs> I just signed in as Chungus and... And now they're downloading prologue data. What What have I already... Did I just download a menu screen a minute ago? Yes, yes you did, Jim. This is Final Fantasy. And the prologue is not the Final Fantasy because that's the pre- prologue to the Final Fantasy. So the you only downloaded the final bit, but this is the penultimate fantasy that you're downloading oh, now. This is, this is turning into a saga now. It's... 22%. Oh, shit. Look at that! Well, um, I, 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 I know who you are, you're Jim fucking Sterling, son. A cutscene's playing. What you despise. I'm giving people hands on. This is very exciting for the listeners. I'm giving them hands on impressions of Mobius Final Fantasy. You should, you should record this as a reaction video. That's how you get the big views on YouTube. That is how you get the big views. God, my voice. And, and is Fine Brothers today. stopped all their bullshit, so I won't get sued for it. There's some dude with floppy hair in this, just to. Just to let you know, it's a bit of a departure from your other Final Fantasies. There's uh, a man with floppy hair, there's a lot of pretentious dialogue, and wispy clouds and floaty things. I, I'm glad that six minutes into this podcast we have such riveting original content here, such as stolen audio from a cutscene in Final Fantasy, and Mobius touching a dick. Yeah, if you yeah. thought if you thought reaction videos were bad, <laughs> wait till you That's hear rea- reaction podcast. Phone, phone off, muted. Welcome to Podcastation, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jim. How are you this week? Oh, um, that's enough about me. How are you, Laura? Um, I'm good. I went away to CoxCon in Telford this weekend, and it never got old. People making jokes about the fact that the Cox was in the name of the convention, and and that's the thing that I don't have. And that joke never got f- old. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. they, they did a lot of that. Didn't yeah, they? there was a few. There's a couple of jokes made about about oh. Cox gone. Sounds like Cox gone. And Cox that's, gone. I yeah, see, yeah, that's, I, I, that's quite a funny joke. The first couple of hundred times you hear it i was going to ask if that was the joke they went with but i didn't want to be uh, i didn't they... want to be the kind of person who would make that joke so i kept quiet until you then said someone said it no then it's just not not speech. someone said it everyone said everyone. it. everyone oh that's it, that's I, lovely i will say i had an absolutely bloody lovely weekend I did also push myself far further than I should have done. I was like, yeah, I, I'm t- like five weeks ago I had surgery. I can totally, totally go to a convention. And I got to a point on Sunday night and I was like, I've got 24 hours before I get home. And my body can already tell it's fucked. So yeah. the last couple of days I've just been like, that was lovely. 
I'm just gonna die for a few days and that'll be great. I'll just I'll I'll come back to life in time for Podquisition, but until then I'm just gonna collapse in a ball of tiredness and pain. Nice. So well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you are resurrected for the show. Exactly. Um, we can't I'm... we can't have me not here because then we might have you edit the show again and we all know that's not that's a fate worse than death. It's it's not great. It's not great. There are bad um, things in this world. To be fair, Speak- as, as bad as it was, it wasn't as bad as we expected it was going to be. The one that we did together went well. Yeah, that one was that good. That one was all right. The the one where the audio we, was we broken the and first the one. guest had to fix it, and yeah. then Jim left in discussions of should I send it to the morphine Jim email or to the other one? You know that's uh, that wasn't yeah. your best job. Well, I did, I did replace the file with those details removed itunes never replaced it well as i as i understand it itunes still has the first one you put up well it don't really matter i mean that email is basically the exact same inbox as my professional email address so it is the exact same email so it's one of those everything no but i still found it fucking hilarious it was funny yeah it it was fucking funny i I found it Um... funny because i was so paranoid before going away i was like what if i go away and it all goes so great while i'm away and jim and gavin decide they don't need me and then i listen to the first episode and you like you fuck it up in multiple ways and i'm like i am i am good i have a job for a while yeah (laughs) um but yeah speaking of physical limitations i guess i might as well mention here that uh the chances of and this is why i kept it as a Mm. soft announcement i probably shouldn't have mentioned anything um the chances of jimquisition uh london happening in september are right now looking very slim looking very slim uh I was led to believe things by certain medical people that were not entirely correct. Turns out your doctor's and, a dick. Mm, he seemed like a nice guy. I don't want to. I don't want ah! to. I don't want to call call anybody a dick. But things are probably not going to progress as fast as I've been led to believe. And I mean, even then, it was it was hopeful. It was very there was a lot of hope involved in just how quick I could get myself sorted. But with regards to international travel with a herniated disc, yes, I I still think I think you're making all this up, Jim, and I'm going to explain why. There's <laughs> yeah. a little bit of me that is just convinced you are trying to avoid ever having to meet me for some reason. Don't know why it is. I'm just <laughs> I'm just convinced that you're like. Oh fuck! Something bad's gonna happen if we ever meet. I just need to like I, I keep fucking up and agreeing to things where we might be in the same place at the same time. I better fucking back out in case I don't know what is it you're afraid's gonna happen if we meet, Jim? Are you afraid that you won't be able to restrain yourself from the unbridled sexual tension? Is that what you're worried about? I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that's what's gonna happen yeah. if you two if you I, two meet each other. I think the, room, the room is just going to explode with sex. It's a <laughs> It's a perpetual fear. I mean, you know, it's something that, that weighs heavily on the mind. Um, but it's funny you say that because I have actually, in the past, through travel anxiety, which I get ter- I get terrible, terrible travel anxiety, um, I have managed to find ways to get out of trips I genuinely want to go on. Um, mm. And just fucks myself over through sheer anxiety. Uh, this 
is not one of those cases. This no, is no, no, no. I'm, I'm telling. Kind of. I realise you, you're joking. I'm telling it, silly jokes. I, uh, yeah, I got a video that's going to go up today. It'll, it'll be up by the time this goes up. Where I, I got the a phone call from my, not from the neuro, neurologist because he's out of town, which I wasn't told about. Um, mm. But the secretary who gave me the the. Very, some very disappointing news. Uh, I was halfway through the video when I got the call, so I stopped recording for a moment. And Well, I kept recording, but I, I cut out that bit. Had the conversation, spent some time decompressing, went back to the video. And so you've got this mood whiplash halfway through the video where I'm doing my normal... It was a shitty game guru asset flip anyway. So I'm giving him my usual ribald criticism. And then somewhere the, the ribaldry disappears and it just gets nasty. <laughs> Um, the game <laughs> deserved it. I mean, this is... It's called uh, Elves Adventure. And it is an asset flip of such laziness that a certain two-person game studio could easily have made it. And it, it deserves everything it gets, but the, the, the mood goes from still somewhat light-hearted to just, just really, really serious in terms of, of how how much I'm chewing into <laughs> this game. So it's, it's, an, it's actually turned out to be, a, at, at my expense, it turned out to be what I think is a somewhat entertaining video, if maybe a, maybe a, a tiny bit of a difficult watch, but still entertaining. But anyway, the point is, is regardless of what happens, this isn't a cancellation, this is a just may not happen when I thought it would happen. Uh, the, the the very... F- Sorry, I hit the microphone there. I'm being very emphatic with my hands, you can't see. Very much like Hitler in that regard. Um, not the, the racism bit, but the hand movement bit. If that's one thing I've got in common with Adolf Hitler, uh, it's very good with our hands. And the, and the black and red uh, aesthetic. I I yeah, try and downplay that. I'm bit. I'm I'm <laughs> going to avoid making any comparisons between myself and Hitler today if I can really help it. Um, all that I have to say now is that next time in I'm in America, I don't care where I'm going in America. I'm just gonna like get off the plane, fuck whatever work arrangements got fl- got me flown out there, and I'm just gonna go walk to Mississippi and be like, Jim, Jim, <laughs> you're not getting out of it this time, Jim. I'm knocking at your door. I'm coming for you, Jim. So, oh, look that is forward once, to that. <laughs> that's at once exciting and terrifying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, the the fact of the matter is, is my first priority once my back is sorted out is getting to the getting to the motherland and eating a cold scotch egg mm. and doing Jimquisition takes London and doing it right. And I will use the time I have, and you know. I mean, there's still... I, I mean, I'm probably just doing this to myself, but I maintain this small outside hope that I will still be there in September, but it doesn't look likely, and if not, then I will make sure that that works to my advantage. I'll make sure that it works to the live show's advantage, that Jimquisition Live in London will be way better, will be way more put into it, way more time spent on it. Uh, I will make sure it's worth it, and I'm... You know, I'm sorry that I I I jumped the gun and got excited and no, you, you, mentioned it. You mentioned a thing when you had every intention of doing it, and it's not your fault that you were misled into believing things were in a different pe- place to where they were. So, 
that's like that's not a bad thing on your part so and you were very clear at the start it's like this is tentative might not happen i would like well so like you never you never said this is a definite so yeah you know you never but... did everything you could in that regard yeah so yeah yeah you're right so you know i still have a, a venue that really wants to work with me on this that'll move heaven and earth to make it it work um i've got i mean you know i'll say this carl catron who does the saxophone jimquisition wants to be my house band with <laughs> with, with a house band oh my and god this gives us way much more time um, if we're postponing this, we have way much more time to make sure that happens. Um, so it will be, I will make sure it will be spectacular. And, and I, another thing I want to say just while we're being a little bit serious time is, um, uh, I, I got, uh, I, I'm getting emails very regularly right now from, um, fans, listeners, readers, uh, watchers of, of, of my content who have just been nothing but nice and supportive due to some just there's some rough shit that's been going on if you follow me on social media you'll know that i closed my ask fm account uh this week because of a sustained um, level of abuse and harassment and and threats uh that have been going on for many 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 months i mean i can't I can't describe to you how long this has been going on, and I've not mentioned it in public at all. I've been trying to just ignore it and let it go away. Um, I brought it to Ask FM with evidence, with logs of what happened, and they did nothing. Uh, they were actually very patronising in, in in dealing with it. They're they're worse than Twitter, as far as I'm concerned. They at least Twitter pretends to care. They'll pay your lip service if nothing else else doesn't even give you that. Their number one rule is ignore it and they'll get bored. And I'm like, friend, have you been on the internet? We're, we're dealing with troglodytes who have no concept of boredom. Well, that's, um, that's, so a, I, that's a thing I got told from when I was at school. And I was like, it doesn't work with school kids who have zero attention span because they're children. Like, that's not going to change when they grow up and like get out of their teenage years and stop having low attention span that's not gonna like yeah ignoring yeah, them doesn't and, work and once a once a uh, you know a person of a certain age uh gets an obsession they don't stop mm. that's the nature of obsession uh those two people in that documentary about tiffany are probably still thinking about tiffany you know obsession is, by its nature doesn't diminish and there was one anonymous person in particular who was very obsessed with me and would write daily uh, various things, uh, very creepy things um, that, that really, really crossed personal lines. And I, I addressed them in the, the last bit. I did a big twit longer about this. I addressed them in the final part of the post uh, where I just pointed out their mediocrity and and hope they have a nice life because I clearly did not consider them having one worth living if they were spending all this time thinking about some rando fat blogger on the internet. Um, and that hurt his feelings. This person who made a dozen anonymous Ask FM accounts with no personal investment in it somehow got upset and had their feelings hurt when I told them that I hope they find a life worth living. And they uh, sent me an email. But, but Jim, aren't actually. you saying that all of your fans have should commit suicide? 
Yes, because you're saying that none of them uh, should live because they're not you. Is that what you're saying, Jim? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's okay because I'm saying it for the lulls. Ah. Um, which was their justification. All I did was send you a few messages for the lulls. You sent me, like, at least one message a day. And when I was ignoring you, you got so upset, you made fake accounts that looked like the accounts of other people to trick me into talking to you. I've never seen anyone go through that many hoops to be talked to. Get a therapist. If you need someone to talk to. There's nothing wrong with that. I I, I think therapy is a very helpful, healthy, worthwhile thing to do. But I'm not paid to be it. Find someone. And if you're going to email someone, don't use Gorilla Mail, you fucking coward. Anyway, moving on. Um, I just um, wanted to thank everyone for the lovely supportive messages I've been getting. People have been uh, just very touching in what's been... A, it's been tough lately, you know. I've been dealing with uh, some, some harassment bullshit, which... I don't get it anywhere near as bad as uh, a lot of other people get it. Uh, I, I can handle it. It's just when a social media platform becomes unusable, I have to just shrug and say, okay, well, I can't use this anymore, and just I had to deactivate it because I couldn't get to the real questions. Mm. But uh, we're working on an Ask FM style platform for the gymquisition.com. Uh, my uh, designer, Justin, and I were talking about that. We had a meeting this week to discuss that. We're looking into options that are going to be superior to Ask um, from a software, from a community standpoint, clearly from a moderation tool aspect. Um, this will be on G- thegymquisition.com. The current way we're looking at dealing with this is a way in which there can be some dialogue, not just you ask me a question, I answer it, but people may be able to be a bit more interactive than that and interact with each other and get a whole thing going. Uh, So long as we've got the moderation software to back that up and support that, that should work out quite well. So I'm actually very excited about where this is going and I think it's going to be a great feature for the site and it'll it'll give the site... Because I am a a one-person operation on that website... um, Content is not, it's not, you know, I'm not Destructoid or or any other major game blog. I don't have news articles going up every 25 minutes. Um, It's normally a post a day, if that. And this will just be something that's constantly regenerating in terms of stuff to read, stuff to Mm. do, stuff to pass the time with. So it'll give the site itself, I think, a little more... A little more energy, a little more something to come back to. So I'm, I'm, I'm personally very excited about having finally just um, cut the cord on Ask and, and everything. Your, your Reddit asked me anything got a hell of a lot of um, 819 comments. You, you sir, are holy popular. crap! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't I, answer uh, my question though. I was very. Oh, you did. Oh, I just saw I it yeah, Stop complaining, <laughs> Gavin. God. <laughs> the ask me anything I put. It's on. Uh, the Jim Sterling Reddit, because I don't consider myself important enough to do do it on the actual AMA subreddit. But I, I put one on the... It's just Jim, you know, r slash Jim Sterling. Yeah. And did an AMA. Uh, within, like, a minute, a hundred questions popped up and I panicked. Um, I got mm. through as many as I could yesterday before I needed to do some work. Um, did a few more this morning. So don't consider that a temporary... I mean, it is temporary. Once once the Ask FM uh, alternative is up, then that'll be the place to go. But that AMA, I'm still going in here and there where I've got spare time answering questions. So 
if you've asked something within the past 24 hours or what have you and it's not been answered uh i may still get around to it there is no way i'm going to get through 800 questions and some of you have asked stuff that i've already answered so do keep an eye out for that but um i'm still going in i'm still going in and answering here and there so it's not a, a thing that's just going to die off uh, but yeah thank you for that that, that was great to see and for, um, for the person who wanted um to know can they get an instrumental version of hard cash um no well there that's that's that answered that. um <laughs> so before we get into like video game type stuff for this week i do have one thing that a lot of people have asked me to tell you about jim because i don't know if this is a thing i know you care about half of this i don't know if you care about the other half have, oh, okay. have you seen about... Uh, uh, are you aware of the latest role that Willem Dafoe has been cast in a big AAA Hollywood movie? Okay, let me... Uh, do, do you know about this? Let me get this... Let me let, let me lay this out, right? <laughs> right. If Willem Dafoe's done something... You know I've about it. About, Arthur, I've, I've been... To, by the time you... <laughs> by the time... any This is for anyone listening. By the time you've told me about Willem Dafoe doing something... 20 people have told me about Willem well, Dafoe doing something. Well, here's the thing. Laura, I, it's like you I, said, I, obsession doesn't go away. Well, yeah. I normally <laughs> wouldn't have bothered to ask if you knew, because I know you closed down the Ask FM and you don't read your, your public ads. I was like, this might be the one black spot where you don't get inundated with people <laughs> telling you about Willem Dafoe news. So, yeah, Willem Dafoe is playing the, the, the demon in the American live-action Death Note thing where he's like, I'm a god of death, I like apples. Here's a book. Go kill people, probably. So Willem Dafoe's going to be playing that creepy fucker. That, sounds, that does sound fun. I've never watched Death Note. I, 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 my stepson probably has. I know he, he watches all that anime stuff. He loves it. Um, I may have to watch a little bit of it just to get a feel for it. It, it looks like an interesting role. I saw the side-by-side of Willem and, and what the character looks like. Uh, it does look kind of cool. He genuinely um, does look like the character as well. He... He, he's one of the it's one of those casting moves where it's like i'm a big fan of death note and as soon as i heard about that casting i was like i was really dubious about this live action netflix death note movie now that i've heard you've got willem dafoe as as the shinigami um yep i'm on board this is gonna be great <laughs> well um netflix has just been so on point with the yeah. stuff it's been doing speaking of which i um two days ago finally finished up uh, stranger things uh, did finally watch that. I'm very impressed. That's I, a great show. Very yeah. I've, I've watched the first two episodes now, and I'm like, "Yep, I'm I'm enjoying this. It's not oh, yeah. it's not amazing I'll, so I like far, how but it's, it's um, good." It's, I will it's... say what everyone will has probably already told you. Mm. It only gets better from. I've I've yeah. been told this. Like I I've I am enjoying it enough that if it didn't improve, I would watch through the whole series. It's, it, I'm enjoying it, it enough me, that I would watch it all. It had me the moment the, um, I think it's episode two ended with um, Hazy Shade of Winter. Yeah, there's, hmm. I consider it a real art form to close a show with licensed music. I think there's something very special about uh, being able to get just the right music with just the right ending, mm-hmm. and the way that episode ended and the way that song kicked in, I'm like. These guys know their shit. Yeah, it was really and, clever. Yeah, and and it's clear that the Duffer Brothers like know so much about the art they're 
they're working with and the things they're referencing. And as a fan of Aliens, of The Thing, of Silent Hill, uh, the stuff that goes on in there is just amazing. Like, it's so... They nail all that shit. There are certain scenes in there that are more Silent Hill than... A, either of the two live-action Silent Hill films, and B, a lot of the recent Silent Hill games. I'm like, holy shit, these guys, these Duffer brothers, they need to make a Silent Hill film, or even better, a a Netflix series. I would Mm. kill for a Silent Hill Netflix series. Mm. Yeah, I'm or not... just you know a decent Silent Hill game would be nice as well. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would kill for Konami to sell everything it owns to good people. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's, I, oh. it, it, it's it's nice how the nostalgia aspect of that show as well. It's not obnoxious. It's very subtle. Yeah, yeah, it's... yeah. They play it perfectly because it, mm. it it's not a modern show that's going. Well, I mean, it is a modern show, but it doesn't look like a modern show that's going. A a eighties stuff over here. Yeah. They really did make sure it, it looks like it was shot and filmed and made in the 80s, yeah. but with some modern sensibilities thrown in. Mm. It's not yeah. emulating everything about the 80s just because it was the 80s. It's looking at the things like, these are the things that are good to emulate, and these are the things that we should probably take advantage of modern advances and maybe change how that's handled. Yeah. Yeah. And it does yeah. that I in mean, a very even, good way. Even things... Even things like the fact that the main stars are the, you know, nominally the three kids with the um, the girl as uh, the you know the, the foreign element in the dynamic, um, you know, evoking things like Stand by Me and, and films like that. It's like like how many modern serious dramas with adult themes star a group of kids. And that was something that you saw quite a bit of in the 80s and, and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you know, I think of something like It uh, specifically. Like, that's something that kind of fell out of fashion. And it wasn't until I was watching this that I'm like, holy shit. Like, I see, I saw so many films like this growing up. But, like, most dramas and, and uh, contemporary horror, like, it's all adult focused. Uh, you don't get the group of kids, the group of, uh, you know, not quite teens. And it, uh, it, doing it, stuff. it just wouldn't work as well if they hadn't found such good child actors. Yes. Oh, my God. The, uh, mm. All of them. All, all four of them. Uh, and the, the girl as well is, is yeah, brilliant. Like just, uh, um, the, the girl is so adorable as well. Mm. They, they found, I, could, I don't think they could have found anyone better to have pulled off what she pulled off in that show mm. But, mm. anyway that's it's, us polygoning <laughs> it up by talking about uh, Stranger Things there Hurrah! So half now, an hour now that oh. we're um, half an hour in should we <laughs> yeah. mention a video game at some we, point we should, we should. Can I just I hate to do this <laughs> I hate to do this but I forgot to do it last week and I just want to say a big I won't say the surname I, 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 I never know how to credit people mm. um because I'm very sensitive about using people's names. So I will just... I'll I'll say James. Um, Big thank you to James, who sent me Berserk Volume 3 and 4, after I mentioned how hard it was to get hold of Berserk. Uh, James also sent some other really cool things. Um, That's very kind of you. And also, um, thank you to... I just got this in the mail. Where's the... Oh, fuck, I put the box over there. I'm sorry. Um... You know who you are, um, but 
a Bloodborne Collector's Edition arrived alongside Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow, which is one of my favorite DS games. And I got another one that was... It was one of those third parties, so you couldn't put a gift message on it. But Alien Infestation turned up, which is a fantastic DS game mm. by WayForward. Um, probably the best Aliens game... It was the best Aliens game in years before Isolation came along. It's a side-scrolling Metroidvania-ish um, Aliens game that somehow, despite being based with sprites and is 2D, is still weirdly scary, which is hard to do on a fucking DS. Um, but no name ever gets attached to that sort of thing because it's third party. So, But whoever it was, thank you so but much. The, the, ch- the Chungus necklace was what, what got oh me. My I, I thought that, God. Was, that oh, was amazing. God, yeah. Um, I've actually, I can look up the name. Uh, it was uh, the comics. Someone on Twitter was saying, it, oh, it's ruined because it's in Comic Sans. I was like, no, no, the Comic oh, no, no. Sans makes it perfect. That's exactly why it's good. And thank you to Ben for that. Um, yeah, Chungus in Comic Sans. The only issue with it is, is it's uh, it's an easily fixable one. You can get an extension. Um, you know, it, it's a Zales thing. It's for demure ladies. It's not for me. It's not for my fat neck. Um, but... I'm either going to put it, I'm going to dangle it on one of my statues, or I will get an extension and I will just wear my Comic Sans Chungus necklace <laughs> around town. See how long it takes me to get the shit kicked out of me in Mississippi. <laughs> um, in a similar vein, I did just want to say a very quick thank you. I had a bunch of people bring me some very lovely gifts while I was at CoxCon. Um, there are too many people who brought me too many nice things to mention everyone, but I did want to give a shout out to one person in particular. I don't know the person's name, but I know that their company that they they run is called Vector Engrave. Um, they made a set of engraved things for me that included a necklace that had the Team Instinct logo from Pokemon Go with my name and the team logo engraved into it. But they also did a really nice set of three coasters that were these metal coasters with like my logo and the Let's Play Video Games logo and some butts and things carved it, engraved into them. They are absolutely gorgeous. I just wanted to say thank you. They are really lovely and I appreciate the time and effort put into them. So, yeah, that's nice things. Should we should we talk about a video game? <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Long story short, you're you're all really lovely, and lately with a lot of stuff that's been happening, especially Laura and I, just going through a lot of physical, being put through the physical mm. thrasher. It's so appreciated that you're you're being lovely. Those mm. of you who aren't being racist when I do videos on games <laughs> based on the fucking Syrian refugee crisis, let's not do let's that. Talk, let's talk about video games. So, video game news <laughs> that happened yeah. this week. Um, you know how everyone in the world loves Pokemon Go and it's the best thing ever and no one has any complaints about it because it's going to revolutionize video games and video games are perfect now. Oh my god, yeah. it's so good! Some people aren't so happy with it anymore. Yeah, uh, the the, the ship seems to have started to sink a bit. It might have hit its iceberg. So if anyone ha- is unaware of this, here's basically what happened this week. For a while, Pokemon Go has had a problem. It used to have a system where the closer you got to a Pokemon, the smaller a number of steps under it would be. So it'd be three steps when it was far away, two steps as you got closer, one step when you'd almost found it. And this was your sort of Marco Polo system to yeah. to find a Pokemon that was somewhere around you that you knew where to find. As far as I'm yeah. concerned, that whole system was bollocks. It was kind of bollocks, but it was what you had. And that broke. And it's been broken for a while so that every Pokemon was just 
three steps away. It was far away, and you couldn't work out like what direction do I need to go to find this Pokemon that's supposedly near, because the the radar just didn't work. It was basically you were shouting Marco, and the game wasn't shouting Polo back at you. So because of this, third-party sites popped up that would basically just show you on a physical Google map, okay, here's where that Pokemon is right now and how long it's going to be there for. It used the same API as Pokemon Go, and it gave you that information that the game wasn't giving you. What happened this week is that the company who made Pokemon Go, Niantic, decided to remove the step counter entirely. Rather than fix it, they're like, okay, uh, we just... We just took it out, because it's broken. We took it out. But they also issued cease and desists to the websites that were providing that information that were showing you where those Pokemon were. And their explanation is, like, oh, it was doing calls to the API, and it's that's going to make it harder to fix the, the stability of the server, even though the servers, servers are fairly stable now. So we took... Not only did we take away the the radar feature, but we took away the third-party sites that were making that work as well. And people got very upset and basically started charging, um, doing refund claims for all of their in-app purchases on iOS and Android. And on both of those storefronts, basically, if it's in the last two weeks, Apple will refund you as an automated process. So a bunch of people Mm. were trying to get refunds for their in-app purchases on the grounds that the game no longer operates the way that it did when I made those purchases. Like, I made those purchases believing that either through the game's, you know, radar or through these third-party sites, I would be able to go to the place where a Pokemon was. And I can't do that now, so I want my money back. You know what? That... It's easy to point at that and say it's a tantrum. I, I don't say it's a tantrum. I fully understand people doing that it's uh, I, I would say it's it's a fair enough reason for a refund mm. that this game does not operate how it operated when i invested yeah. money it in doesn't it. operate um, the way it did at launch and yeah they have shut down services that allowed you to they were third-party services sure but they've shut down services that allowed you to get around the fact the game broke after launch that it had features those features broke and not only have they not fixed those features, but they took down third-party sites that let you get around those features being broken. And it's yeah, like, that's yeah. a and fair I mean, reason say to say I'm who... not happy with my investment anymore. I say this as someone who kind of also understands a bit of, uh, from where Niantic's coming from mm. as well, you know. Something they had was making it difficult to get the game rolled out worldwide. And some of the responses have been a bit, fuck you got mine. Where it's like, well, don't bother releasing it out in that territory. And it's like, well, you know, maybe kids in that territory would like to catch some Pokemon yourself, you bastard. But by the same token, I do think it's also fair, because, you know, Apple perfectly allows for it, uh, to go for those refunds if you feel that that the game is different now and you wouldn't have wanted to spend the money with Mm. it operating the way it did. So I, I am very much in a... I guess I'm a bit neutral, which is helped by the fact that basically the moment I published my review for Pokemon Go, 
I didn't bother playing Pokemon well, Go again. I, I'm completely, I'm, completely uh, neutral on the whole game now. Don't give I'm a shit. I'm still playing it on a daily basis, and I have put a couple of microtransactions in. I've been playing it daily for weeks, and I feel like that deserves some of my money. And I'm like, while I understand the people that have uh, asked for refunds, I haven't done it myself. I still feel like I have gotten my money's worth out of what I've put into this game, and that I will probably continue to do so regardless. But I get it. And yeah, the, the yeah. other thing that I think a lot of people were using to justify their refunds, which makes a lot of sense, is the complete lack of communication up until yesterday from Niantic. Um, the first time mm. that Niantic responded to any complaints about the game was yesterday or the day before that. Uh, the, the way that recording works is weird. Uh, recently, they put out a statement that basically boiled down to hey, sorry we haven't communicated at all with any of the problems with the game. We've been really busy working on the game. That's why we didn't answer any of your complaints about how it was broken. Um, we, t we took away the radar so we can fix the, the, the radar, because the radar's kind of shit in the first place, so we'll give you something else at some point. Bye. And it yeah, was kind they, of a uh... crap... Like, considering it's the only bit of communication we've had from Niantic, it was kind of shit. Mm -hmm. and it's not a good look to respond after people have started getting their refunds. Mm. It's not a good look to kind of be that late to the party. Uh, communication is... Whenever you're... That's something I learned with Patreon. You know, the moment you start um, asking the audience money for, for what you're producing, communication is key. You want to be clear publicly with what's going on so yeah i i a lack of communication is something that i find mm. uh Pe particularly troubling yeah, when a company does when it. you've got a product that is being as well received as pokemon go was as long as you communicate you can get away with a lot and oh, absolutely mm. I and mean, people people love disclosure of all sorts mm. like they love it even if it doesn't say much just send the sign that you are listening to your audience and your fans and that you are talking to them. Yeah, exactly. Give them something. The fact that you yeah. are keeping them in the loop makes them worry an awful lot less about the persistence of issues. Because it feels yeah, like, I, if, like if and when there's news, you'll know straight away. And like, you know like, you have um, some control. I totally believe, that, I like believe a... that this wouldn't have been as big a deal if they'd have been more upfront. Mm. Sorry, Gav. Oh no, I was just uh, going to say about how um, Bethesda, I think a few days ago, put out um, a thing for PS4 players, just telling them why it's not there yet. So. Yeah, and they at I least yeah they at least form. they they at least communicate on a semi regular basis about stuff. It's not quite as bad as what's gone on here, I think, with just lack of communication. So that all sucks. Um, speaking of stuff this week that sucks. Have either of you heard about what Overwatch is doing with timed cosmetics? <laughs> I, I take it Jim's aware. They didn't listen to me, did are, they? Are you aware of this, Gav? No. Okay, I will. Oh, oh, Jim, <sighs> you're you're talking bollocks about the microtransactions. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. Okay. Now they're all complaining. <sighs> now they're all upset. Okay, here is the summary for Gavin of what's gone on here. So. Overwatch is getting some cool-looking new costumes that are tied into the Rio 2016 Olympics. The okay. problem is, 
you know how in Overwatch, if you want to buy a new costume or a new alt or something for one of your characters, you can yeah. use your saved up gold currency, whatever, to just yeah. buy it. You can't mm-hmm. do that with these these particular cosmetics. The only so they can way only you be can... got from the loot crates. Yep, you can it? only get them from loot crates. And the problem is that it's a timed exclusive, which means not only do you have to be lucky enough to get them, you have to be lucky during a set time frame, which means that people are encouraged to not just open the loot boxes that they win, but to purchase more of these random loot boxes in the hopes of getting their their cool new cosmetics before they never have a chance to get them ever again. Amazingly scum. That's extremely exploitative. But it's just... It's just cosmetics, Jim. It's just cosmetics. Oh, by the way, if they make that skirt on that Japanese girl any longer, I'll riot. They're just cosmetics, Jim. So, yeah, I can't blame people for getting pissed off about this because this is like this is the shittiest kind of way to do any kind of like if you're gonna do cool cosmetic stuff, this is the worst way to do it. Of yeah, you can get it, but only through random luck, only in a limited time window. Be sure to buy as many random boxes as you can this month to try yeah, and get the, the, the cool outfit. Here's the thing we need to understand about Blizzard, right? They make fantastic games. Clearly they do. I, I uh, you know, well, I, you know, everything's subjective, so I certainly believe Blizzard makes fantastic games. Blizzard is a very... Um, Socially progressive company, which uh, for their level of success, I find somewhat impressive. They they love to make very unique um, characters that appeal to lots of demographics, lots of different people. There is a lot Blizzard does that's fantastic. When it comes to making extra money off the back of their initial product, Blizzard are scum. That's That's the one thing you've just got to get used to. Wasn't the Diablo shop a complete and utter clusterfuck as well? That's exactly what that leads me to. Auction Mm. house. Whenever, whenever you look at something Blizzard does and think, think to yourself, you know, if it's a a DLC microtransaction thing, and you think, oh, well, that's not bad. I'll trust them on this. Two words. Auction house. The thing that they fucked up their entire fucking launch for. That they then got rid of because it was bollocks after telling us you can't have this game without this it's so integral oh what we're not making as much money off it as we thought we did uh okay yeah yeah we don't need that actually just auction house never forget i never Mm. did so yeah gavin will you be buying some extra loot boxes to get these cool new outfits you're gonna be doing that gav no no, <laughs> but, but I mean, I'll I, just I like Overwatch. It's yeah. great, and I did actually spend money on like one costume, but no, not a fucking. Mm. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wait for the first I would rather, one. Of I would the rather go swimming. Filmmaker. I would rather go swimming in piss in Rio. <laughs> than Don't buy forget one the of shit. Those. You'll be swimming in shit too. Mm. The the advice, my, seriously, the advice they've given to swimmers at the Rio Olympics is to just not open your mouth, just and that's not good nice. advice to give to Olympic I can swimmers. Give that advice to many people in a lot <laughs> of situations. What? 
As far as those costumes go, my plan is to wait for one of the makers of any of those source filmmaker porn gifts to get the costumes first, and then enjoy them that way. That's... Oh, sorry, one second. Ma- ma- masturbate over them is what I'm saying. That, that's, a, that's a good way to enjoy a thing without Manipulate having to spend Manipulate my money. erect penis to the point of issue. Is that a thing you enjoy, Jim? While looking at... Very much so, actually. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. I'm, Big fan. Big I'm glad fan. to learn this. This is a good thing to know about Jim Sterling that I didn't previously know. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, st- Didn't come oh. up in the AMA, so it's good for me to just get the info Just get out it out on the table. Not not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not like that. Whoa! <laughs> um, so what the news we got this week? Um, you know how No Man's Sky is not out yet? And it was... No Man's Sky is not out it's yet. It's that game that was going to be infinitely long. It's got a billion planets and you'll never get to the centre of it. Mm-hmm. Someone bought a copy on eBay and has been playing it and putting footage up and... They um, beat it in 10 they minutes. Be- they, it wasn't quite 10 minutes. It took them about 30 hours, which when I heard that, like a lot of people have been complaining like, oh, only 30 hours to get to the center of the universe. And I'm like, only 30 hours? I, I heard that. And I was like, 30 hours seems really good. To me, that's like a good length of time for me to and like. And I presume, to, I presume to this was someone who was rushing through to get to the center. He claims he wasn't. He claims that he was playing through and doing side quests along the way. Um, Other people who've been watching his video say that he was kind of just pushing toward... Like, he he was, like, he was doing side quests, but he wasn't exploring planets. He was just like, right, I can move forward. Right, let's move forward. Um... But yeah, he it took him about 30 hours to get to the center of the universe. Apparently the ending to that game and what's at the center of the universe. No, is... no, no, no. I don't know what it is. But apparently oh, okay. that what I was going to say is apparently that information is out there and on the internet. So just oh, keep dear. yourself vigilant if you don't want to know that because that well, information another, is apparently another, out there. Another reason to uh, continue not looking at Twitter. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and there was another one yesterday, which I'm sure you're going to bring up, which I also took one look at and went, nope. Not oh, is, is that the Deus Ex thing? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to the Deus Ex thing. That's on the bloody topic list. Cause... We don't. We like. We don't have to do it. Well, <laughs> I, I feel like there's something of value to mentioning it, but I doubt we'll go into much depth on it. But um, yeah, apparently No Man's Sky. Actually, let's do that now. We, let's do that. Should now. we do it let's now? Get it out of the way. Okay. We'll get it out of the way. Right. Okay. Right. I dose. I dose. Yeah. And whoever else is working on it, right? Fucking stop. I, I've been saying this for a while. Sort it out. Okay, here is here is my my quickest summary I can do of this whole situation. Since Mankind Divided's marketing has begun, uh, the developers and marketers of that game have used a lot of phrases that are very racially charged in order to basically shortcut their way to saying, hey, look, discrimination narrative, because we use those words that are about racism. And they have multiple times had people say, hey, that word has a lot of racial connotations. Are you sure that's the right word to use? And people have been like, "Uh, maybe not, maybe not. And this week's one is that they put up a bunch of um, pictures of different countries in Mankind Divided, and in, like, three of them, people are holding augmented lives matter banners and uh, yeah 
That that Tell game what, right? is not just... being subtle with its marketing. I know she got a right to put whatever you want in your game, right? I I would never I would never if I were in a position to be able to do so force you to change a thing. No. But mm. you dumb idiots. It... Here's... You dumb idiots. I, I get what they're trying to do. They are basically just trying to take a shortcut. Oh, they're trying. They're trying to take shortcuts to say, hey, this is an allegory for real world discrimination. And that's fine to make your sci-fi story an allegory for real world discrimination. It's just, this is a really bloody lazy way to do it. Because the only thing they've done time and again is, right, what's a thing that, that people who aren't white either say or a word used to describe discrimination against them in society? Right, let's use those words and phrases because yeah. people recognise that they're about discrimination of a group, so they'll know that we're being quite political. Yeah, like, it's so shallow. It's what a parrot does. Mm. Like You're just repeating words you've heard. And that doesn't make me. That really doesn't make me think that you're going to tell a very yeah. good story about this. Um, like mm. the actual story of Adam Jensen and whatever he gets up to might very well be a good story, but any attempt to touch that kind of thing to tackle racism in some sort of fictional, fantastical sense, you have done nothing but demonstrate you're incapable mm. you do not have the skill set to do that, it and you know what this is coming from someone who doesn't have the skill set to do it mm. i'm not saying i'm better than you at this i don't have the skill set to come up with a really good allegory for racism i don't do it so i don't fucking do it there is w all right there is one final nail in this coffin that i think is the most beautiful part of this whole story so someone was having a conversation today with Andre Vu, who is the global executive brand director for Deus Ex Mankind Divided. So he's the guy that's in charge of how do we market this brand. And someone asked him something about, you know, this augmented lives matter thing. And he said, no, we're not making a play on Black Lives Matter. And so, and so the person responded, like, are you genuinely trying to say, global executive brand director Andre Vu, that you accidentally used the phrase augmented lives matter and it wasn't a deliberate reference to black lives matter? And Andre Vu says, yes, I am telling you that this was not a deliberate, deliberate reference. I accident we accidentally used that phrase, not deliberately trying to use make a point on black Holy lives matter shit. so according to the global executive brand director of deus ex mankind divided andre vu it's a total accident that augmented lives matter and black lives matter are in the same year that's just pure accident the only way the only way he could have made that comment more golden would be if he'd have said if anything, we came up with it first. Maybe they should change their name. Yeah, maybe... That's maybe, the only way he could have our, made that our better. Our game has been in development since last year. Black Lives Matter, I think that was like a week ago or something. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure we came up with it first, right? Yeah, I think maybe the classier thing to do would be for them to move on this one. By the way, pre-order Deus Ex Mankind Divided. So, I'm yeah. Just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sad about what a sour taste that... 
this is leaving the advertising team and stuff because I'm hoping the game's really good. Oh, you know, yeah. I really, that's... really love the last one. I, I want I, this one to be great. I also really hope that game is good and it could well be good, but the marketing is undeniably being uh, pretty tone deaf. I think the, the game is going to be a very well made, judging by the last one. In fact, in fact, this 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 applies to the last one as well. A very well made, beautiful looking, uh, well told story, um, with some fantastic gameplay and moments that just make you look at it and go, "Oh dear." Yeah. If uh, anyone needs reminding of a certain lady rooting through the trash in the first game. Yeah, it's. Subtlety is not going to be a word we're going to be using for this game, I suspect. That doesn't mean it won't be a good game, but it's not going to be a game about subtlety in terms of the way that it references real-world examples of discrimination, I don't think. Or at least that's not the way yeah. it's looking right now. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, what other things are happening? Um, apparently The Division's getting made into a movie. You, you like The Division, Gav. Would it make no, a good movie? I, I, I really, honestly, no. I What? Why? I, <laughs> here's the thing. I really didn't get into The Division, so you might be able to tell me, Gav. Is there any kind of story in that that could hold up to be a movie? I mean, possibly. I mean, what was that movie a few years back with... Uh was it Kate Winslet was in it and it was all about a virus breaking out but I mean that's the problem is a division movie would just be like outbreak some and... other random outbreaky film like quarantine yeah and you just like put it, the name the division on it yeah it's such an indistinct premise it's such a uh, it's very generic mm. as a as a foundation for a story. Mm. Um, I have to say that the, the Division story really just did nothing for me at all. I it mean, was bollocks. I mean, it wasn't even well told. Like, I ended up beating the leader of one of the game's factions without even knowing he was the leader of the faction. Yeah. I found out in a little bit of lore in a loading screen afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so that's... I didn't know why I should care about that and what I've learned from YouTube is I Honestly, of all I the shouldn't. games I could... Of all the video games we could have movies for that, like, why? <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, that's Give me, give that's me that fair. goddamn Bioshock and Mass Effect movies, please. Yeah, yeah, I would go for either of those. A um, couple of other quick bits of news we have. The Xbox One S is out now. Um, doesn't really do anything different to the Xbox One. It's smaller. Um, the controller it comes with can connect via Bluetooth to Windows 10 if you like that. Otherwise, it streams 4K video, and that looks quite nice, but that's about it yeah. for that whole story. Like, if if you're yeah. having problems because you have a 4K TV and a, t and a 1080p signal is causing issues on your screen because it's not the native resolution, then your games will look better on your 4K TV on this by virtue of not being at a non-native resolution now. But that's about it. Like, it doesn't actually there's... make the games look better, it just stops any issues you're having by not being on a native resolution. And then there's the fact that the Scorpio's coming out anyway. So... Yeah, well, we don't know when that's happening, but 
if you don't currently have an Xbox One, you want it to be smaller and you like the idea of being able to stream 4K video, this streams 4K video quite nicely and it's small. So that's the Xbox One S for you. Oh, it doesn't I, have... I would like my Xbox One to be smaller because, you know, bricks that you don't use that take up a lot of space suck. Yeah, it would be nice to have a smaller brick that you don't use. Or, or, or some games would be cool as well. Yeah. Put some games on it. It would be cool to have some games. Um, speaking of bricks, it no longer has a big chunky power brick on the power block for it, uh, on the power cable. It's now an internal power supply, so no big chunky power brick on your floor. That's mm. nice, I guess. So, yeah, that that's the Xbox One S. And last bit of news is I got to get my hands on the Dark Souls board game this week. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. Um, How's that? It's it's interesting in that it is because it's inherently turn based. It has a slightly different feel of flow to it than playing Dark Souls firsthand, but it does capture the be defensive, be defensive, be defensive. Oh, there's my opening. Let's get in and then back the fuck away. Not be too greedy. It captures that sort of. How many attacks can I get in before I need to back the fuck away or I'm going to get killed? It gets that flow of combat very nicely. Um, I got to fight against the Dancer of the Boreal Valley, and it kicked my ass much like the one in-game. Um, <laughs> nice. it, it reassures me that even if it's not going to be a direct analogue of the Dark Souls experience, it is going to be... It's going to be pretty good at capturing a lot of the same tone... Of, I think that's I, what, I made I made a little fuck it, yeah. up and now I'm gonna get murdered. Mm. That's I think thematically was what they had to nail. Mechanically, it was yeah. always gonna be different. The, yeah. I'm glad to hear that as as someone who backed it. Yeah. Um, you know, disclosure. Uh, as someone who did back it, I've been really looking forward to seeing how mm. that all works. The, 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 I mean, let's face it, it's never gonna top Hero Quest. No, no, nothing will <laughs> no. ever ever top Hero Quest. Um, the best thing about Hero Quest is. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I will say, it is not, or at least the demo I was shown and that I played, was not as difficult as the game. It captured the sort of punishing nature of you made a mistake, you're going to get punished for it. But it wasn't as overall difficult, and that could be scaling for, like, we're throwing you into the middle of a campaign, here's a boss to fight. That could be the yeah. way that the game itself is paced. But I'm, I'm generally like again, confident. I feel, again, being a board game, it's probably something they don't want is a lot of stopping and starting. Yeah. So I feel like that would be an acceptable break from the mechanics of the game, is to not, not be as just constantly killing you. You yeah. know what's interesting, actually, is that there's been no... Um... There's been no murmurs or news about DLC for the for Dark Souls. Yeah. Well, unless I'm completely have missed. No, that, you're right. I, I would have thought by now there'd have been a DLC announcement or something. Or... Yeah, there are pl plenty of conferences coming up where DLC could be announced, but it does seem interesting that it wasn't an E3 announcement. Like that does seem like it would have been the yeah, timing for it. That's what everyone it. was expecting. Yeah. Like, do you think maybe we just don't get any for this one? No, I'm 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 positive. I think maybe they're just taking the time to do it well. I wouldn't be upset about that. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't know. I'm I'm in no rush to play DLC for Dark Three. I will happily come back to it when it's ready. Mm. Um, 
So you know, I've yeah. been re- I've been replaying the um the DLCs from Fallout New Vegas, and holy shit, that game had good DLCs. I don't remember mm. what the what DLCs happened for that because I played that once well, it was all out already, so I don't remember which stuff was. Old, like, not old World Blues was was fantastic. Old World Blues mm. is that the one with the uh, the AIs? Yeah, it's the one out in the big stuff. empty oh, with the robots yeah, yeah. and yeah. brilliant writing in that. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, right, so we've been going for a little over an hour. We got time to do a couple yeah. of questions. Yeah, I think so. Oh uh, yes, right. yes we do. Um, what's that? What's that voice you doing, Jim? What? Why are you talking like that? I don't know. I mean, I've got my hands under my shirt and I'm just cupping my breasts <laughs> and I just decided to just push my head back and crawl like that. I, I, I look awful. I look like some sort of silent hill monster. I'm going to stop everything I'm doing right now. Right, I think, there we are. I think back we're, to normal. I think, Let's um, questions. I think we're all a little bit distracted today. <laughs> we're, we're all having a bit of a day today. It's like I, I know I'm having a bit of a day because here's your update for everyone for how I'm doing. I'm not sat on my donut cushion today. I'm just on the office chair, and that's why I'm distracted, because I'm like, oh, I'm sat in the chair. Oh, God, this was a mistake. Fuck. So <laughs> we're all we're all having our reasons to be distracted. Right, questions. Uh, Vinny Smith's got a question. Um, I'm going to be moving from the UK to America soon. Should I try to fit in with this new culture, or dig in deep and become as British as possible? Uh... I think I mean, you I'm, won't be I'm, able to help it. I think as soon as you get there, you will become super British. I, At least in my experience, like your your patriotism suddenly appears out of nowhere in other countries. <laughs> I think if you decide to try and fit in, you're going to be fighting back a lot of stuff for a long time. Like every time someone says football in reference to American football, you're going to have to physically fight back to not correct them. And say that that one See, should be called hand egg because football is soccer and that's the real <laughs> one. Um, I, I had an easier time because I adopted things like um, soccer early, like before I moved to America. Yeah. Because I hated my fellow countrymen <laughs> and enjoyed saying things like soccer to really piss people off. So I adapted pretty well to American culture. I think a big. It's kind of funny how upset people get that different people say different things in different places in different ways <laughs> how dare you like, not be you the same what... as me in the way that i reference the world yeah <laughs> you should see like you think they'd get used to it by now but i've been using various americanisms uh since again since before i moved to the u.s and considering i've been in the u.s since 2008 mm. um that's a long ass time mm. for me to say things like long ass time or Z instead of Z, or remove the letter U from words like colour. But I still, to this day, get comments from readers or viewers or, or whoever saying, oh, Jim, I'm really disappointed you did this. I can't believe you've sold us out. I'm like, where have you... Like, like I've been doing this for almost 10 years. Mm. Since before, any of you knew who I was. <laughs> I don't know where the disappointments come in. If It's one of those if-you-don't-know-me-by-now situations. Yeah. I mean, come on. Um, what I will say, if you don't act very quickly when you move to America, whatever social group you end up starting by joining, you are going to, just by virtue of being from the UK, you will be the British person in the group. And 
you're either going to have to lean into that and like that's going to become your identity you're the british friend or you nip it in the bud before it can ever start like lean into pretending you were born in america and have never been anywhere else so that they don't get a chance to get their you're our british friend claws in so that's a big thing do you want do you want to be the british friend you don't want to be the take it from me you don't want to be the British. You don't friend. want to be the friend in the group that everyone like. Anytime T is mentioned in any context, they go to you and go, "Oh, T, pip pip, cheerio." <laughs> I swear, I swear. One day, one day, I'm going to end up in jail, and it's going to be because someone just on the wrong day said pip pip, cheerio. Jim, mm. Jim. Oh man, try, Jim. try, try, fucking top of the morning to you. And now because of like Jack Septic Eye, everyone thinks that people actually say oh, that. Top in of Ireland the morning now. to you, Jack Septic Like he's Eye. he's made oh. people think that's actually something we say <laughs> it's yeah. not it, it, it totally is that's what I learned from adverts for Lucky Charms that's you know <laughs> we you... don't it, hey I saw my first ever Lucky Charms in Ireland a couple of weeks back did I tell you that yeah you did it was in the American section of Desco in the American section yeah we do have some funny words though I mean we call like we call sex burying the bald lad what was that like... other phrase <laughs> what was that's amazing but what was that yeah. other phrase you used for sex that got you in trouble at Disneyland or something? Oh, rides. Oh, Just something, ride. about, something yeah. about riding Mickey or something. Yeah, it wasn't me. That was a story in a book. But, oh, okay. Um, I'm sorry that it, I accidentally well, well, it was a attributed true story, a funny though, it, story to you. Yeah, it was Joseph O'Connor, actually, Sinead O'Connor's brother. He, ah. he wrote some very funny books about being an Irish, uh, an Irish person. But yeah, Mickey's and giant. Oh yeah, Mickey also means cock, and that was another thing. That oh, were, that was uh, it. It was riding Mickey. Riding is like, having is, sex with we're a taking cock. a ride now on the biggest Mickey in Disneyland, so it was obviously. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, okay, so what other what other questions do we have this week? We have a question from Cat Dork on Twitter. You have to take a dark. Souls- Don't you open that Cat Dork? Sorry. There's something <laughs> meowing in there. <laughs> um, so Cat Dork wants to ask You have to take a Dark Souls 3 boss on a date Which one are you going to take on a date? Dark of the Boreal Valley Obviously what? Yeah I was going to say the same Why did you both jump to Dancer of the Boreal Valley? Well because she's got a nice butt And because who doesn't want to go dancing? I was going to go with yeah. uh, What's the name of that boss Where like the, the power of being the boss Gets like thrown between that whole like Army of monks What's that one called? There's a bunch of like monks oh, the, and they. The arch... Sorry. The clergy. Deacons of the deep. Yeah, a deacons, oh, no. deacons of the deep. I'm gonna go on a yeah. date with deacons of the deep because here's the thing: when we get to the bedroom, let's say that like the 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 interpersonal communication has been great, the chemistry's there. Take off the clothes and I'm just not feeling what's there. Just get them to jump over to a different body and we'll try it again. Like. I don't know, I'm... Laura. I think you're. I think you're a little bit old for. Um, the clergy's tastes. Oh, oh, us, us, oh. Um, either that or I will take the nameless king. Because first of all, got a dragon. That makes getting to and from the day easy. Um, I can do like an Aladdin style fly through the sky, get a song sung to me scene on a dragon. That's quite <laughs> cool. And secondly, I would be, I would feel very, very safe wrapped in his big bulking muscular arms of death. So, you know, nameless king, I would feel safe and he could sing me songs while he flies me on his dragon. 
See, I like how you had like like two quite original answers, and yeah. then me and Gavin were just horny. I just did. Yeah, we were just I, like because it's wait, the only one with an ass. I I I'm really intrigued by that because I'm trying to picture it, and I'm like, there's nothing about that design that that my brain would have jumped to as like, oh, that's a sexy. Does Gwendolyn design. count as a boss? Can we take her on a date? Um, you can you can date Gwendolyn if you also date like the pile of goo snake thing that is the consumer at the what what was it called Aldrich, Aldrich the consumer yeah. of gods or whatever so if you if you're gonna date Aldrich might, might you can date Gwendolyn it. it might be worth and it and there's a there's a bit of uh bit of the other ones in Aldrich as well I think yeah. um what's he called Nicto is in there as yeah, well yeah you, so. you can get multiple for one you get you get a mm. many for one deal um I amazing chest ahead um, right, what other questions do we have? We have a question from Richard Babb uh, on Twitter, and this is a question that's kind of in reference to something we talked about last week on the podcast. So, last week on the podcast, we were talking about Sega, was it Mega Drive, Genesis games, whatever it was, and I mentioned that I quite like Earthworm Jim, and Jim mentioned, hey, the creator's kind of a raging homophobe, and I was like, oh, okay. Maybe I'm not such a oh, fan yeah, just now. Before, yeah. Just before I shut down my Ask FM, I got a few anonymous people pissed at that exchange. Okay, so we have a question about it, but it was a good question about it. So the question is, how do you handle finding out about, uh, that a piece of art that you like is made by a bigoted or insert other term artist? And the person who asked the question said, in their, their stance on it is, if they're dead, they try not to care. So... Yeah, what's our line on piece of art you make? You don't stand by the views of the creator. Can you separate those out? I think there's it a lot of variables. On... Yeah, mm. I mean, I yeah, certainly it depends on what it is. I, a... I certainly wouldn't be like getting back all my lost profit CDs if he had his throat slit in jail. You know. Mm. I have I have a few examples of like things that I can say like what did I do in that situation? So a big one for me is Ender's Game. I love the story of Ender's Game. It really sucks that the creator is a raging homophobe, transphobe, etc. Now, for me, where the line was drawn where I decided I didn't ever want to give that any money to Ender's Game, and, you know, as a consequence, its creator, was that the creator of Ender's Game, Orson Scott Card, um, spent many, many years putting the money that he made from Ender's Game specifically into charities that actively sought to fight against the 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 fight for lgbt rights to improve like he took his money and put it into trying to stop lgbt people getting rights and that was my line of yeah i don't want to give you money because i don't want you to continue spending being able to continue spending like my money that i've given you on this cause that i don't agree with and as such, the way mm-hmm. I have enjoyed Ender's Game since is if I want to read it, I have pirated it. And I bought a second-hand copy of the DVD from CEX, so there's none of the money's going to him because it's second-hand. I bought it for 30p. So I have justified to myself, like, I can separate the art out from the creator and enjoy the art aside from the creator's actions, but I'm not going to give him any money because I don't want to see him spend the money on what he spends it on. Mm-hmm. So there's there's One an thing example. I want to point out, 
one thing I want to point out is I don't I don't apply my choices to support or not support something to other people. Mm. Um, I've, I've said this before in, in some gym positions. Uh, if you if you still want to enjoy Earthworm Gym or, or any anything else that Doug to Naple has made, mm. by all means, go for it. Enjoy it. Um, if you can make that separation, do it. I personally, personally, uh, choose not to partake in any of that entertainment, and that's that's just me because that's a, a personal button of mine that that is pushed there, and I don't I don't expect anyone else to follow my decision there. Uh, however, I am pleased that some of you got upset, especially because from the tone of the messages you sent uh, you were scumbag shitheaded dicks so any displeasure that listening to last week's episode gave you makes me extremely happy and I'm glad that you're so <laughs> fragile that you had to throw a little shit fit and a little anonymous cowardly tantrum about it and I know that you're listening to this right now and even though you are anonymous and it shouldn't really matter to you I know that it's still somehow hurting your feelings so fuck you Gavin, separation anyway. of artist and beliefs. Well, you know, I just love watching those Trump steak commercials because they're great. But <laughs> I've I've heard he's a bit of a, a of a, a racist. So. Did Did you hear that this week he shouted at a baby and told the mother to get the baby out of a room because the baby was crying? That's amazing. It was but like you know the funny thing is like um, yeah, he initially was like, oh, it's all right, mom with baby, it's fine, I get it, baby's crying. Then like two minutes later, he was like, oh, you thought I was being serious? No, get your fucking baby out of here. Babies are stupid. I hate them. Also, I'm Satan. Wow. <laughs> he, he said all of yeah that. he said all of that well, I, think, <laughs> I think i think with like um the beatles is a, a good example of this because a, a, a lot of stuff came out about john lennon that like wasn't very flattering about him as a person and i'm like yeah still listen to their songs and enjoy it you know but uh it really depends. Yeah, on, I mean, everyone I, has like I said, different... I, I can't listen yeah. to the fucking Lost, Lost Prophets oh, anymore. That's, yeah, that's that's a step too far. Like That's the thing. There are certain creators and their creative works that, for whatever reason, like not for any reason that I can nail down, I, I try and enjoy their works and I'm just like, nope, I can't get out of my head what X person did. And Lost Prophets are one of those for me where... A Lost Prophet song came on in some setting. I don't remember what it was now. But I just had my moment of, I can't hear this without thinking of what that guy did and that yeah. I can't get that out of my head. And as such, you know, obviously I can't, I, for whatever reason, I'm, can't I'm separate those out. I'm genuinely surprised to hear one of their songs came on somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think what context it was now. Mm. I don't even remember what context. It's I hadn't sorted out... But I happened to hear it. Like it might have been, someone had that iPod on shuffle in some on a speaker yeah. or something. But I heard it and was like, I can't not think about this, which sucks. Holy shit! I heard seagulls in the background of one of yours talking. That was awesome. It's then you know, beachy. That's probably a... that's probably me. I live like five minutes from the beach. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, I got my window there... open today. There's little seagulls out there. It's a nice sunny day. Are you sure it's not an echo <laughs> from one of us? Oh, oh, yeah, it's an echo of my seagull impression that I'm doing. Um, um, right. Um, there, there are instances of art, though, where 
the complete and utter knob that the artist is is completely reflected in their work. Yeah, like if you look at that that Kanye West song about fucking making Taylor Swift famous and all that. Oh like yes, that's... the um, oh god, that whole. I won't get into the drama surrounding it, but the song itself is just like, basically, he wrote a song about, hey, me interrupting you when you were getting an award after you sold seven million albums, me interrupting you, you, that's why you're famous. So, um, And we still might fuck. Yeah, I, I, I think that I deserve to fuck you still, so, uh, yeah. you know. And, uh, and, and bitch, which I didn't yeah. tell you was going to be in the song. Yeah, so that's things. Um, we've got a very simple question from Jane Aerith Magnet this week. What makes you happiest? Oh. Yeah, it's just That's just, lovely. Yeah, what a simple question. What what makes you happiest? The um. smell of dick. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, I assume you'll answer the same. Uh, I have a lot of things that make me happy, like making songs listening to fans. Yeah, but we're not asking you for more than messages. one, Gavin. What makes you happiest? It's got to be one thing. Uh, and it's got to be dick. Is it smelling right. dick? The smell of dick. Yeah. The smell of mo. The smell of Moby's dick. Okay. Now, nice. now, now that you've admitted that the thing that makes you happiest is the smell of Moby's dick, you can now tell us like the runner-up things if you like, if you have to. Making music, playing video games, a warm shower, spending time with my girlfriend, eating nice food, drinking a, a tasty coffee. God, man, there's a lot of shit that makes me really happy. <laughs> Like on opening a new bar of Imperial leather soap makes me unreasonably happy. <laughs> I I think the happiest just like moment I can think of that like was stupidly happy and I don't know quite why was there is there was an afternoon where it was a sunny day, no one else was around the house or the flat or anything, so I just took myself down to the beach, sat on a bench by the beach, sun was going down gently, it's a nice sunset. I was sat eating a tub of ice cream, big old tub, just by myself, watching the sunset at a beach on a sunny day, listening to some music. I was like, pretty sure this is the happiest I've ever been. It was just this moment of just everything is just good. It's all about the little things, isn't it? Yeah, so there you go. Sitting sitting on on the beach, watching the sunset, eating some ice cream, listening to some music. That's what makes me happiest. Also, dick! On the window. And of course, the smell of dick. Yeah, the smell of the dick. Smell of and dick. The, well, of course, like that's only second to the taste of dick, you know. <laughs> well, which is always, always a creamy delight. I know. Um, it's like a meat. It's like a, a meat seri- popsicle. That's <laughs> a little bit seriously, I guess. Um, I like ordering things, as if you couldn't tell mm. from Boglin Watch 2016. I like to get packages of weird things that I bought. Um, I like my work. My work makes me happy. Getting a, a video put up and having mm. people enjoy it, that makes me incredibly happy. Um, you know, nice day playing video games. Um, nice day doing drugs. That's always fun. Uh, don't do it, kids. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all good. And, and oh, 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 oh. And getting the shit kicked out of me for fun. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty fun. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of you getting kicked the shit out of for fun. Yeah. Uh, have you got a last question, or is uh, uh, we got we got one last question, but it's it's maybe a bit of a shit one. I don't know. <laughs> let's let's not do it now right, that I've called it, it a, a shit one. Go on, let's try it. Let's okay. Try it. Um, 
Okay, have either of you seen the thing that they did, the stupid thing they did to a Pokemon this week where they gave it just a ridiculously long neck for no reason? Yes. No. Okay, they, they took a Pokemon called Executor that was a tree with some eggs in it, and they gave it like a mile long neck. So the question from Harry Farris is, which Pokemon no. deserves the Executor treatment and should just have a stupidly long neck for no reason? You know the sad thing? What? I thought that was a sun and moon in like evolution of Executor. That is basically what it is. It's a it's a variant of the Pokemon that exists in Sun and Moon. That is a real Pokemon that's oh, so, happening. So it is a real one with a real yeah, city it's, long Yeah, it's there. a real Pokemon. Okay. Sorry, did I say something that made you think it wasn't real? I think the tone made it suggest that the when you said what they've done, I then thought, oh, oh no. shit, did I get what it wrong? Po- and what... people on Twitter did no, it No, 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 what the people at the Pokemon company did. So, so it actually... Yeah, okay, no, 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 better. that is, is a real official, Pokemon yeah. okay. with a stupid long neck for no reason. <laughs> so the question... It looks... I mean, that fucking... It's always been a stupid Pokemon. A bunch of eggs, then just a big fat palm tree with three heads, and now just a coconut giraffe. Yeah, but like, did you know there's, there's an stupid. extra head now on the tail? Did you know that, Jim? Fuck that. Fuck okay, that so Pokemon. what what Pokemon are you going to give a stupidly long neck for no reason? Um, Ekans, because it would just be a longer snake, which means it would just be more Ekans, therefore brilliant. Oh, I caught an Ekans and I named it after you in Pokemon Go, Jim. Oh. So I got I got an Ekans now, and it's called Jimmy Boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I can't answer a better answer than Ekans. I don't think. Um, I would take, I suppose, Dragonite and give it a stupidly long neck because it already looks stupid by dragon comparisons. And I'm saying this as someone who that's my favorite Pokemon. It looks stupid as a dragon. So let's make it look even more stupid and just give it a stupid long neck, because then it can be a big, doofy, cuddly dragon that can also see for forever. Yeah, just double down. Yeah, I would ask Gavin what Pokemon we should extend the neck of, but A, he's not here because the call broke because Skype's shit, and B, I don't know that he knows what a Pokemon is, so it's probably for the best that he's not here to answer it. <laughs> so No worries. There we go. Do we want to Do we want to answer another question while we buy time for Gavin to get back so we can say goodbye to him? Yeah, yeah, go on. Why not? Where's where's that question thread? Let's pull it back up. There's got to be it's got to be a good one in here somewhere. Um, let's find one that's not a piece of shit. Um, Alex Sivers, Sivers, Sivers wants to ask Jim and Laura, what would you say are the best quotes you've ever used in a review you've written? So like, what's that one line you wrote in a review where you're like, I'm fucking proud of that line. Oh, I've I've got it straight away. Don't even have to think about it. My original Deadly Premonition review, um, where I said that Deadly Premonition is like two clowns eating each other. That's pretty good. I might be really low-hanging fruit and use the really recent example, and I might go Mighty Number Nine, more like Shitey Number Nine, and that's that was fun. Yeah. So there we go. Shitey Number Nine will do. Um, variant of the question for Gab, who is now back. Gavin, mm-hmm. what's the favorite? Yeah. What's your favorite lyric that you've written in a song? Like, what's that one line where you think about it and you're like, "I really fucking nailed that line." Oh, oh man, that's a that's a very difficult question. Um, I think the New Black Gold has some very good lyrics in it. Do you have um, a particular one that you think's good? 
I like I like a lot of the I like the one about um, high tech cathedrals rise and fall in great ravines, colossal steeples to the gods and the machines. Uh, I, I kind of like all the lyrics in that song. Actually, that's that's a pretty cool one. I will accept your answer. Yeah. So, uh, hooray! Gavin is back just in time for us to go. Hooray! Yay! Okay, well, that just about wraps it up. Laura, if people are hungry for more, where can they get more? What, me? You can get more of me at Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Laura K. Buzz on YouTube, where my Dark Souls 3 LP is about 50-something episodes in out of 70. Eventually, you'll get to the ones where I fight the, the, that boss that's really hard, and that'll be cool to see me eventually kill that thing unaided. Um... Otherwise, Laura K. Buzz on Patreon, that's what pays the bills. Laura K. Buzz everywhere. Oh, and letsplayvideogames.com, where I wrote really, really stupid, funny shit. So, let's play video games. Go, go check that out. Excellent! And Gavin, man of music, and... Indeed. More music. Where can we find your music, my friend? Miracle of Sound on YouTube and follow me miracle of sound on twitter and apologies for being very quiet this week there was just not not a great deal of um i mean it, half of it was pokemon so <laughs> <laughs> you're all pokemon doubt you were very brave when it was just you and me and we had to talk about pokemon go we did a good job I there really yeah. on. We, i feel like all my pokemon um, energy got used up in that one conversation yeah, yeah we, we we just had a pokemon question and we did it while you were gone so it's like, yeah, you, the, Gavin doesn't have to... The, Gavin, like, I, I'm pretty sure you faked having to leave the Skype call just so you didn't have to talk about long neck. Yeah, Pokemon. I heard Pokemon. I just plugged out my internet. <laughs> yeah. you know. Just hit the Pokemon button and bailed. Um, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Um, to reiterate what I said earlier, thank you all for the support lately. It's It's been trying at the moment. It's been, you know, just the, with the physicality and everything, it's been tough, but I'm still soldiering on. And I think even even though it's looking unlikely I'll be in the UK in September, it may be time to think about some sort of vacation for a little bit. Um, not too long, but at least a couple of days. But we'll see how it goes. Um, thank you all for listening and supporting me. And Patreon lately has just been doing record levels of well. So your support there is fantastic. Um, yeah, thank you. It's 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 been a wonderful and we will see you as always next week. Bye. Bye. The smell of Moby's dick. That is such a title.